Hello and welcome to another episode of the Yes You Can podcast. My name is Nenna Ofwebu and I am the founder of the Yes You Can platform podcast and your host for today. So today I'm going to be talking to you about how to deal with uncertainty. I say talking to you, I'm going to be just sharing with you from my personal experiences since relocating to West Africa and I've just been reflecting recently on my journey from start to the point where I am now and it really has been a roller coaster. So much has happened, so many unexpected twists and turns and just so many situations that I really did not foresee, I really did not plan for, and I really did not um, expect have popped up for me. And it has been challenging, it has been exhausting, it has been, it has been, um, I would definitely call it a new, a new experience. I've learned so much about life and how human we all are in this journey and of course that sounds like quite a quite an obvious observation but human beings we are fragile we are vulnerable at times and being strong and being able to overcome isn't necessarily a natural trait for every single one of us for some of us it isn't easy and for some of us it does come it does come naturally and for me I've been told the feedback that I've been getting from friends from close you know close relatives and people who know me people who've spent time with me or people who've just observed me in a very short while they've all said that I have this natural strength and it's not something that I, I'm, I'm very aware of, you know, but I've been getting the same feedback over and over and not just since I relocated to West Africa, even before I got here, people, you know, at times would comment and say, you're such a strong person, you can, you can cope with this, you can handle this, you can deal with this because you're strong. And I'm still hearing that same, observe, you know, that same comment, that same compliment I I take it as a compliment or I try to take it as a compliment and it's not easy at times because I just feel like I don't want to hear that because at times I don't feel strong but I am acknowledging and accepting that strength for some people isn't always natural and and for others it is and we don't even realize like myself that being strong mentally and emotionally is something that is just part of my character traits and I think I'm going to record a podcast about that uh, record an episode about strength inner strength personal strength emotional strength I don't know what I'm going to call it but just having that strength to keep persevering and I've done episodes in the past talking about stickability perseverance consistency and all of those topics and they all emanate from being strong so today I am 
focusing on how to deal with uncertainty and like I mentioned it's coming from just reflecting on my journey so far and just to update everybody all of you who've been listening in to me over the you know over the course of me starting this podcast uh, series and for those of you who have just discovered this podcast I I have come to a point in my journey where I've decided I would like to change direction and change location again and I've been away from the UK for three years so three years ago about three years ago I decided to move I decided to relocate away from London in the UK to Africa to West Africa and the move was partly inspired by just feeling that I needed a change of environment that something was missing that something wasn't quite right and also getting to a stage in my life where I felt that things were not moving past a certain point and I just wanted to explore my options I am of Nigerian heritage so my parents are Nigerian although I was born in the UK and I've lived all of my life in the UK I have visited Nigeria uh, in my adulthood and I reconnected with my culture and I reconnected with my homeland with my fatherland or motherland Mm, father let's call it father my my motherland let's call it motherland it's easier to say (laughs) I reconnected with 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 my motherland and I felt this connection that was encouraging me and drawing me to go back and I also felt spiritually that God was in God was leading me to go back or to I say go back although I was never based there permanently but I felt that God was encouraging me to to move to to make the big leap and to relocate and so I did it in 2019 in August I handed in my resignation at work I gave notice on on the apartment I was sharing with a family friend I packed all of my worldly belongings gave half of them away shipped some of them to Nigeria bought a plane ticket a one-way plane ticket from London Heathrow and I was off I was gone I landed in Lagos in, I think it was August the 9th, I landed in Lagos and I've been here ever since. And one thing I can say is that it has inspired a lot of change. I did it once before in 2016, I did exactly the same thing, although that attempt was cut short because I had to return 11 months later in early 2017 because of family I had a I had a my mother was very ill so I had to go back and I decided I I wanted to be there to help her to recuperate and at that time when I left in 26 when I arrived in 2016 almost exactly the same thing happened I well not almost exactly the same something similar happened in terms of I just had it, it, it changed me it, it just changed me and I, I that whole experience helped me to reconnect or to connect with my purpose and the yes you can platform was born specifically because 
of the experiences that I went through on that 2016, I'll call it a trip because I came back, but yeah, that 2016 trip. This time round, I've had, I've had, um, quite dramatic experiences and again it has shaped and changed me and it has been the content of the past two years worth of well I'd say about a past year and a half worth of um, yes you can podcasts content it has really influenced what I have shared on the yes you can podcast and it's going to influence what i'm going to share with you today and i'm talking about my experience i'm talking about my my experiences of being in an environment such as this where things are unpredictable most of the time how does one cope with uncertainty and how how do you have peace of mind knowing that You can't always quite plan things and be 100% sure of what is going to happen. You know, we as human beings like to know what's up. We like to know what's coming around the corner. We like to know how things are going to be. I certainly do. And And I'm sure we all have that same desire to kind of know what's ahead of us and have the ability to plan and the ability to kind of give ourselves a heads up on, okay, this is this is how things are going to be but in this environment what i have found is that is not always possible as much as i i love to plan and i love to strategize i'm quite a strategic person and i like to plan my myself more lately i haven't always been like this but i do like to sit down and try and plan myself plan my day i that's a habit that i've i've formed uh, since coming back from Nigeria in 2016 I learned how to make goals and daily daily goals monthly goals yearly goals goal making or goal setting became a part of my daily routine and so coming here it has been challenging in terms of trying to maintain the ability to plan to plan ahead because what happens is I will make a plan and get settled in my mind that things are going to work out according to plan and they don't always work out according to my plan and it's not just one-off sometimes it's consistently especially when it happens or especially when finances are involved and you try to budget and something comes up that you did not expect which changes your budget and changes your plans so this uncertainty has become quite regular and consistent and I was just reflecting about you know the uncertainty that I face almost daily whilst being here you know you make a plan and you think things are going to happen according to that plan or you're expecting things to unfold according to a 
plan and the plan isn't a pie in the sky plan my planning isn't pie in the sky planning it's just based on what's the word it's based on just okay so if I work until the end of the month I'm going to get paid x y and z on such such and such day and then I can pay this I can do that I can send money to here I can do this I can you know I can commit here and then something might happen where the money doesn't come or there's an issue or the banks the bank system goes down and the money that was paid into your account doesn't reflect on your balance I mean these things happen here these things happen so I wanted to take all of that and share with you what I've learned since being here in Nigeria for oh let's say three years I'm just going to round it up to three years I'll do the math on of the exact duration another time because I think it's something that will help you and encourage you if I can get through the uncertainty of being in an African environment for as long as I have then whatever uncertainty that you are facing I'm hoping that this will inspire you and encourage you I don't know what uncertainty you may be facing at this moment in time it may be something that I just cannot even imagine Or it may be something that is, um, that is quite personal to you and meaningful to you and to somebody else it may not be, but to you it's a big deal. So whatever level of uncertainty you're facing, I'm hoping that you'll be able to find something in what I share with you in this episode that will give you hope and encourage you and I'm not saying that my story is so, you know, um, far-fetching and, well, I'm not saying that my experience, um, rather, is so profound and is, you know, full of nuggets of truth that are going to throw a new light on that uncertainty and give you, you know, a surefire answer. But my philosophy and the whole reason for me starting this Yes You Can platform really is that I feel that, and I've always felt this, that there is some value to be gained in sharing our stories. And so this podcast, as I stated from the very first podcast I recorded back in 2019 when I had just landed in Lagos maybe a week prior, and I said this, I said that I believe that we don't all have the answers not one person has an answer has the definitive answer to the experiences and to the thing and to the questions that people have about what we're going through in this journey called life and how do we maneuver through it and how do we cope with it but what we can do is we can share we can tell our stories because each of us there's value in each of our stories each of our stories is valuable and is worth sharing i've always enjoyed stories reading fictional stories and true life stories and and i'm i'm an avid reader and i value 
I see the value in the human story. And so that is what this podcast is about. It's about sharing my story with those of you who are interested and those of you who also have an interest and a, a you know um for stories and interest in hearing other people's perspective or hearing other people's experiences I find other people's experiences tremendously interesting and somehow by listening to someone else's story it helps to widen my own perspective in terms of what I'm going through is it that bad or you know there's hope or if this person has inspired me because of the battle that they went through to get to where they are we can live such an insular life thinking that what we are going through is unique to us to ourselves and it can be all of our stories are unique but at the same time they are the same and that's what makes them so interesting so there's some things that like I mentioned that I learned I've learned since relocating to Nigeria and going through this uncertainty this unpredictability that seems to be the way of life here and that was something that I was not expecting I was not expecting I I didn't feature that into my plans I didn't you know I didn't make concessions for the uncertainty factor that is a part of daily life here but for other people who who are used to it there's one thing that they have been able to develop which is amazing and it's not it's not it's not just one thing actually i'd say there's two uh, traits that have that really help people here when i say people i mean people who live here you know the the you know people who are Nigerians and who live here and that's the ability to adapt and I'm going to talk more about that in in a brief moment the ability to adapt and the resilience Nigerians are incredibly resilient and they are also very adaptable they adapt to a situation very quickly very very quickly and I think those are two traits that I have also developed since being here the ability to adapt to my situation to changing situations and resilience my level of resilience But um, I just want to share with you what I have learned since since experiencing the uncertainty of being here, of, of, of living here. There's been times, there's been times when I've not seen money in my bank account for months. That was tough. That was tough. There have been times when I... I didn't even know, you know, how I was going to, for example, I didn't know how I was going to be able to 
put data on my phone. Well, it's, it's not a big deal, but it was a lifeline for me to stay in connection, uh, stay connected to my family outside of this country. And then something will come up. Somebody will just give me money or offer to buy buy my data or you know something will just come up and that's been that's been the blessing that has really kept me going but one thing I I learned about the uncertainty of being here is always have a plan B (laughs) like I said things may not always go to plan things do not always go to plan let me rephrase that things do not always go to plan whilst um whilst I've been here that's one thing I've observed and so what I've learned is to always always kind of have a plan b always have a plan b and I don't and I'm I'll put my hands up and admit I don't always have a plan b I don't always have a plan b that's written down but my plan b which really should be my plan A, is my trust in God, in my trust in God's ability to provide. And he has not let me down. Let me just say, he hasn't let me down in terms of being able to um, provide for me. Things have always worked out. But I would say I've learned that you do need a plan B. Another thing I've observed since being here is that it has definitely taken me way out of my comfort zone. And I'm talking about the uncertainty here. Things don't always go to plan. Okay, let me give you some examples just to illustrate what I'm saying further so you can understand where I'm coming from. In this environment, things don't work. The the, the infrastructure here isn't as developed as other um, countries such as the UK, the US or perhaps other African countries not all African countries are so underdeveloped there are varying degrees but here what is uh, here the the major thing that influences life is the lack of um, good infrastructure so for example, electricity is isn't constant, isn't consistent. You may get electricity for a few hours a day, and then what happens is that you then have to go and what they call on the gen, which is go and put a generator on to generate electricity. That was fine until the fuel prices started going up. Not that it's, you know, unaffordable to buy fuel for to to put in your generator, but it's it's not as it, the prices are not stable right now. And so they are going up on a regular basis. The prices keep increasing. So it's becoming more and more um, challenging running a household. But yes, that's one of the the things that causes a lot of uncertainty so things like charging your phone or even having uninterrupted internet supply is a challenge on a day-to-day basis if you are 
not in an environment where you have access to Wi-Fi because perhaps you work in an office or a big organization that has its own generator. A lot of um, businesses, commercial, you know, commercial businesses and um, um, schools and hospitals have their own generator. Most places and homes have their own generator but like I said it's not a consistent thing what happens once the electricity is off or has been has been turned off what they call what and and how they describe it here is NEPA which is the old Nigerian Ministry for Electricity Supply which is no longer which is uh, which is has been replaced with another um, with another authority, uh, but it used to be called NEPA, Nigerian Ele- Ele- uh, Nigerian Electrical Power Authority. I think it was called NEPA. So what they say here, once the lights or the electricity from the national grid is is has stopped, is they say NEPA has ta- has taken light. So what happens uh, once that happens is you go and immediately put the generator on so this can cause disruption because there is a time lag in some places automatic and in other places you need a human intervention so a human being has to now go and go to where they keep the generator at the back of the building or wherever in the front of the building in the compound and autom- and and switch it on manually it isn't always automatic sometimes there is no fuel sometimes the oil has run out sometimes the gen is not working i mean it causes so much disruption and it aids or adds it adds to the uncertainty because you cannot always guarantee there have been times when i've i've had to really plan myself because i can't rely on there being electricity in a certain place that I'm going to or even at home you know um so it's it's things like that that adds to the uncertainty that it's not just the 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 paralytic electricity supply it's also being able to access basic things like clean water clean water here although it's not seen as a big deal because you can buy bottled water you can buy water but clean water here obviously is a must now don't know if you can hear that noise but there's a noise that's just come which means that NEPA have brought lights which means that the national grid have turned on the lights in this particular area and it's just happened now so Things like this add to the uncertainty of being here. Another thing is the internet speed here, and I think generally across Africa, isn't as great as it is in other parts of the world. In fact, it's slower and less reliable. So, of course, that affects productivity, it affects efficiency, and it can affect a lot of other things. I try not to let it 
affect my podcast, but it has affected my podcast in the past. Data here, buying data here is more expensive in terms of buying data abroad as well. Buying data in other countries. Data is, you get far much more data available to you uh, to use on your mobile phone for cheaper here data is expensive and it's not as reliable it's not as fast they claim we have 4g connectivity but it's 3g at best it can be 4g in some areas or on some networks but it's not consistent i was used to having 4g internet speed and coverage in the uk and now 5g is is now available as far as i'm concerned but 5g isn't available here fully i'm sure it's available but it's not here not everybody has access to five the 5g network at the moment as controversial as it is and the 4g network is again is um inconsistent it fluctuates as well so at times you're we're still using a 3g network so we are we are still behind in terms of um, connectivity, data, electricity, things like this. Those things add to uncertainty. The, the inconsistent or the unreliable data network affects the banking system. Banking systems obviously use um, internet. And at times, banking system crashes and goes down. And it can affect you receiving payments from from you know vendors from people from clients i mean all these things add to the uncertainty of this environment as it is then of course there are the the transport network is underfunded and underdeveloped here some states because nigeria is broken up into into states it's a federal republic and it's broken up into different states uh, some states do enjoy decent roads in Lagos where I Lagos state where I'm currently located some of the roads are good some of the roads are not good so that affects movement it affects um, it, it, it just has a knock-on effect because perhaps you want to travel for a meeting there's a lot of traffic the traffic is because of poor road planning and management and this can affect your own productivity and output as well because it may take you the whole day to attend one meeting you may leave very early in the morning to beat traffic to be on time but the person that you're meeting stuck in traffic so your meeting gets delayed so a meeting that should have started at maybe 11 30 12 doesn't start until two you have the meeting then you come back and you get stuck in traffic for maybe two hours and then so you can't do more than one thing a day in lagos at times you'll be lucky to do you know to to do two things in a day um so that of course has a knock-on effect and those things can be managed those things can most of those things can be managed but it adds to the uncertainty of living in this particular environment and it takes one out of 
one's comfort zone. Definitely. It takes one out of one's comfort zone. And since I've been here, I have been out of my comfort zone tremendously. I have been, it's just been so challenging to be out of my comfort zone. I personally don't like having an empty bank account and not really knowing where my next paycheck is coming from or when it's coming. That makes me uncomfortable and that has been happening quite a few times since I've been here. It's almost, I don't want to make, to normalize it because to me it's not normal. But for a lot of people it is. A lot of people here, that, that's how people are living. Whether they are working or hustling or they, they have a business that they're running. And so it makes you, it makes, it challenges you to to become more creative it challenges you to become a lot more creative how can you raise money you know what can you do who can you talk to you have to find new ways of survival that's definitely what what has happened here for me I say new ways of survival I've had to expand my very narrow thinking because I came from a society and a culture where it was systemized everything worked everything was systemized there was structure and there were procedures there were there was infrastructure everything had a system of of working and I was in that system because I had a job and so I knew when I was going to get paid I knew how much I needed to pay out for my bills my rent my food my transport my wi-fi my taxes my tithe at church like I knew it you know I had a, a, a very sure and certain understanding or certain knowledge of okay this, this this is my finances and so anytime I saw a shortfall I was like ah what do I do you know this this can't happen this is this is not a part of the plan um and it became a big problem but here it is it isn't a big deal because it's something that happens regularly (laughs) you know um because of the uncertainty because of the uncertainty you may be expecting or I may be expecting a, a certain amount of money from perhaps a project I've done and it may not come through the day that I expect it the person may say oh, I've made the transfer to your bank account check your bank account and this has happened to me before I'm speaking from pure personal experience check my bank account or I've gone to the bank because the money I was expecting was not appearing on in my bank account was not appearing on my bank balance and it turns out that there was a system failure at that particular bank nationwide and all payments got misplaced or lost or were not uh, connected with the correct bank accounts they were supposed to be deposited into and it was like took two weeks before that money finally reached my bank account and it was the most inconvenient thing that could happen to me because I needed to pay my bill I had a bill I had a rent I had an outstanding rent that I needed to pay or a hotel bill that I needed to pay I mean these things are 
common here but if it was to happen in the UK or any you know somewhere like the US you can complain you can go to your bank you can demand this you can you know it it's seen as abnormal but here it's seen as very very normal because the system the system is is not as developed so that's what I mean by uncertainty how do I cope with the uncertainty here something like this would have made anyone else I think run from this city run from this country and go straight back to where they came from absolutely you know anyone in their sane mind would have and I do at times question my own sanity as to why I've stayed here for so long uh, with all of this happening but I think regardless of all of that the whole journey and, and me being here for three years there's value in what I've gone through because I believe I have grown I have been stretched in ways I probably would never have been stretched had I stayed in the UK and I, I still have a positive outlook on all of the experiences I've gone through the good, the bad and the ugly because there have been some ugly ones and I'm not going to share those with you because this is about positivity and I want to encourage you you know maybe one day I will share one or two of the more um, intense experiences I've had here but for now I think I'm good with sharing these ones uh, you know the ones I'm sharing with you now I think they're you know it's enough to drive home my point and yeah as I was saying I believe that all of the things I've been through the experiences it has value it has stretched me it has taken me out of my comfort zone I've seen a side of me that I didn't fully appreciate before I didn't fully appreciate people calling me strong and resilient but I see that actually it's a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing and that I need to embrace and you know not everybody has the the privilege of 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 having that trait naturally there already so definitely those are the things that I have taken away from this experience of living with uncertainty but what I wanted to share with you really is that uncertainty is not for the faint-hearted being in this environment is not for the faint-hearted at all it's not for the faint-hearted at all sorry about that it is stressful at times it is highly stressful and like I said it takes you out of your comfort zone it's not for everybody but what it will do it, it definitely builds your resilience but on the flip side of that Apart from being stressful, or I'd say uh, as well as being stressful because because anxiety is linked to stress, it it can cause anxiety at times. And that's where I, I really want to land with this whole how to deal with uncertainty. Because I feel that there may be some of you who are going through uncertainty, some type of uncertainty right now that are listening to this and you want to know how do I deal with this uncertainty this thing that I'm going through how do I deal with it I I can't make head nor tail of it I don't know how to deal with it because I just don't know how it's going to turn out for me and so all of those thoughts are making you feel anxious and that's what uncertainty does it 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 brings anxiety to the to the table 
and that's exactly what I, I've been going through at times. I've been feeling anxious at times. I'm not always strong. I don't always have the answers, but I'm sharing with you my experiences. And the anxiety side of things is real out here at, at the moment. For You know, it's real. Uncertainty, it, it, nobody likes it. Nobody likes not knowing not being sure, you know, not being certain. We all want our guarantees that everything is going to be all right, that things are going to work the way they should. So how do you deal with anxiety if you're going through uncertainty right now and it's triggering anxiety for you? How would I deal with anxiety? That's what I'm going to share with you now how I would deal with anxiety not how you should deal with anxiety but I'm going to share with you how I deal with anxiety and I'm hoping that that will help you to have some ideas on how to deal with your own anxiety so what I do is I do four things which I've listed so first of all I I pray I pray I turn to God that's how I deal with my anxiety when I'm feeling anxious I pray and I speak to God and prayer isn't something where you have to go to a church kneel down in front of the altar and you know light a candle you don't have to do that if you don't want to you can if you want to prayer is something you can do in your private time you can do it whilst you're brushing your teeth in the morning looking at yourself in the mirror you can do it whilst you're laying in bed at night if you cannot sleep you can do it whilst you're sitting in a taxi on the way to an event you can pray anytime anywhere just say a prayer that's how I deal with my that's one of the ways I deal with my anxiety another way is to read the word read the word of God I read the bible this is not a religious podcast at all but I'm just sharing with you what I do this is just a personal these are my personal um methods for dealing with anxiety i read the bible i read the word of god and it comforts me personally another way that i deal with anxiety is positive thinking i think positive thoughts whenever something uh, i don't do it all the time but i do try to practice positive thinking i believe thoughts are very powerful and having a lot of negative thoughts affects the outcomes that we experience in life and so it's important to negate negative thoughts with positive thoughts so i i try to practice that whenever i hear a negative thought begin to increase in volume in my mind i drown it out with either either the scripture either a a scripture that i've i've memorized the memory verse that i've memorized from the bible or I just speak to myself in a loving way and I take authority over those thoughts, those those voices, because we all have them. We all, we all have thoughts. And it may sound like you're talking to yourself and it probably is that you are talking to yourself, but you can change the narrative. You can change the tone and you can change what you say. You can change, you know, the narrative, the content of what you're telling yourself. So if you're condemning yourself if you're berating yourself if you are allowing fear to become very loud in your mind 
just speak the opposite of whatever that negative thought is saying so if you're if you're hearing you'll never you'll never change your life will never get better if that's what you're hearing in your mind right you know at a certain moment or things will never change you know why why are things like this change that narrative and just say one day things will change one day I will change one day things will get better it can't always be like this there has to be a, there has to be something better out there for me you know change that thought as as much as you can within your power and change it to a positive voice a positive word speaks positive words to yourself that's what I do and then finally I use positive affirmations I write them I have a a book where I write my affirmations I can read some affirmations out loud from other books as well they are there are positive affirmations all over the internet if you do a google search you will find them um they're positive you know just find positive positive affirmations that resonate with you and write them out and speak them that's what I do I speak them over and over and that's how I tend to cope with my anxiety and um it's just about finding a way that works for you I just shared what I do just to give you some ideas but just find you know something that works for you it could be exercise it could be meditation it could be just spending quiet time alone not necessarily meditating but just finding a quiet place maybe where you can just sit down perhaps it's reading reading poetry or just reading a book maybe it's listening to music however you feel you need to you need to show yourself some self-love I would definitely say explore that explore that so yeah I just wanted to leave you with those examples of how I deal with anxiety anxiety has been so real for me out here and it's still a long-going battle I'm not anxious all of the times but it can be triggered at times by certain situations or um yeah just seeing uncertainty in in a situation but I will leave you with this you know on a a positive um positive note that even if you don't have resilience even if you are not a strong person don't fear uncertainty honestly don't fear uncertainty you will find a way of figuring things out and uncertainty at times can come and present itself to you in the smallest ways or in a bigger way you know it just depends but don't shy away from from whatever it is that uncertainty is trying to make you give up on um i've stayed out here and at times i wanted to to fly back to the uk just give all of this up and fly back to the uk and 
I mentioned it very early on in the beginning of this podcast that I have decided to go back to the UK but I believe that my time here has come to an end I believe the journey the season for me to be here has come to a natural end it's not because something has happened and I'm I'm annoyed which was the case in the past something will happen or something's not moving I just felt like you know what I feel like I'm going around in a circle perhaps my time here has come to an end and I've spent some time in reflection on that observation and felt at peace with the decision to actually go back to the UK so it's a decision that's made not out of a reaction an an emotional reaction to a situation or you know something that has happened but it's just come from observing how things were not moving or had come to a kind of a natural standstill and so that's the reason why but I would say don't allow the uncertainty to win find a way around it find a way around it if you can if you can but if you can't it's fine not it's not for everybody like I said uncertainty is not for everybody but if you are faced with uncertainty at the moment I just want to encourage you and I hope that you find something in this episode that is going to encourage you and give you the strength that you need right now to face that uncertainty And on that note, I'm going to leave it there. I have really enjoyed sharing with you in this this week's episode. And I would love for you to come back for the next episode. And let's grow together. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear what you think about what I've shared. If you have any questions or even just to hear your own story about an experience about uncertainty drop me a note I will leave all of my contact details for you at the end of this episode until next time guys take care and goodbye hey thank you so much for listening to my podcast I would really love for you to keep in touch with me if you'd like to follow me on social media then you can Hook up with me on Facebook. Yes, you can has a Facebook page and it's Yes, you can page. Or if you're more into Twitter, we are also on Twitter at Yes, you can editor. And we're also on Instagram. So our handle is Yes, you can underscore gram. Or you can drop me an email. So feel free to message me and give me any feedback or any ideas that you may have for upcoming podcasts. So you can reach out to us at yesyoucaneditor at gmail.com. All right, folks, it's been a pleasure. And until next time, take care.